Hello and welcome back to Walking by Faith with Lottie. Breathe into me, O Lord, the breath of life, so that my spirit would be whole. So may I breathe into me, O Lord, day by day. So then my heart is pure before you always, always. Hello and welcome back to Walking by Faith. It has been months and Sundays since I've been on this podcast, but I thank God that I'm able to get on today and minister um, to you all, or really I like to say, just speak about the word of God. And I just want to go into prayer um, and give God praise and glory for today. God, we thank you for this day. We give your name, praise and glory. God, we thank you that you are God of Israel. You are the only God. You are a great and mighty, powerful God. God, we worship your holy name. God, for you are always worthy to be praised. You are always worthy to be honored, God. We thank you for what you're doing, God. We thank you for what you're doing in the earth, God. We will put our mind, our focus, and our eyes, and our soul, and our spirits on you and none other else. God, Lord, speak to me and make this word, God, to come across, God. Let it draw people closer to you, God. Let it bring a greater understanding to what you're seeing in this hour. And God, make it to go with the times of today. In Jesus' mighty name, do I humbly pray. Okay, you guys, it's so good to be back with you. It's been since like December that I've been able to do a podcast and I pray that all is well with you all or whoever stops by and catches this podcast. Today, I'm going to be talking about covenant and the Lord has been really pressing upon my heart to speak on covenant, the covenant, covenant with God. And um, we've always heard, or I don't know if you've heard, but it's, it is true. God is a covenant keeping God. And I know uh, maybe about four or five years ago, God was speaking to me about something very powerful about covenants. And it's very important um, that we watch who we go into covenant with. And we may not even know that we made a covenant or sometimes we don't even know what a covenant means. Um, the definition of a covenant to begin and start off with is an agreement, it's to come into agreement. It, it's almost like a binding um, situation where you bind yourself, you tie yourself to something, you come into agreement with with um, that something or that someone. Um, and so it's very important to watch or to know who we come into covenant, who we come into agreement with. And today um, I wanted to um, read a little bit about um, the covenant that God, what, what I find to be um, most um, close to understanding of covenant is God's covenant with David. Because um, that's really where we hear a lot of talk about 
the covenant or a covenant is we hear it with a, with David, but true enough, David is not the only um, man of God or woman of God that God has made covenants with. God has really made covenant with each one of us. The moment that he created us, he blew his breath into our body and he came into covenant with us. He came into agreement with us that we were his and he is ours. And so I would entrust my covenant keeping manufactured body with anybody else but God. Why would you go into covenant with anything else other than your creator because he knows you better than anything. So we'll get more into that a little bit later. Um, let's go into, um, it states in 1 Kings, let's turn to 1 Kings chapter 8, verse 20. It says, so the Lord has fulfilled his word, which he spoke, and I have fulfilled the position of my father, David, and sit on the throne of Israel as the Lord promised, and I have built a temple for the name of the Lord God of Israel. So this is, um, I believe Solomon speaking. It says, so the Lord has fulfilled his word, which he spoke, and I have fulfilled the position of my father. So it, it, it's something that um, God had promised uh David. So really when when God promised David this covenant when when David and God came into this covenant it, it the child maybe wasn't even born or wasn't even um in the um matter of coming into fruition but this is a promise that God had made to David. Um and here are some more covenants uh or examples of covenants in the word of God. Um, that God has made. First uh, Kings chapter eight verse sixteen. Since the day that I brought my people Israel from Egypt, I did not choose a city out of all the tribes of Israel in which to build a house that my name might be there. But I chose David to be over my people Israel. This was the covenant that God had made, um, in a promise that He made. Second Chronicles 6, verse 6. But I have chosen Jerusalem that my name might be there. And I have chosen David to be my people, Israel. So we see a lot of covenants, uh, a lot of, I don't want to say different covenants, but we, we see um, the covenant clearly um, with David. We we can even go all the way to Revelations and see the covenant that God kept because even in the midst of, of David um, going home to be with the Lord, his covenant is still alive to this day because God says that David will always have a light that will be uh, shining, that, that he will always have a covenant with God. Um, and it is such a beautiful covenant that he has with God because in Psalms, um, 18 he speaks of how he even even when David's son um, went out of line with doing the will of God and the word of God God still kept his covenant that he had with his father and he still kept that covenant when he looked at 
the the way his son had fallen short and the, the sin that his son made as we all fall short of the glory of God. But God saw the covenant that he had made with David. And because of that, he said, I will keep thee, Solomon, because of the covenant that I have made with thine father. So covenants are very important. And um, I want to get into... Um, I guess we can say ungodly covenants and we can make them not knowing. Um, and um, later on, uh, we'll go into uh, covenants and how they're affecting us in our daily lives and just different things about covenants. But what God is saying, um, I'm going to back up and go into where um, I wanted to speak about uh, ungodly covenants. Okay. Um, I'm, we don't have a lot of time to go into this, but Saul had be give, had been given the opportunity or he was king. Saul was king. Um, and he, uh, reigned and God had shown him much favor. He had blessed him with the kingdom, but in the midst of disobedience, Saul went and he did not obey what God had asked him to do. It was something that God had asked him to do and he, he disobeyed him. But then he even went further after that and he went and he asked for a medium to bring Samuel from his resting place out of the grave and, and, and he conjured up something and, and, and it just really broke covenant with God because the proper thing would have been would have been to go directly to God. And um, for those of you that may not know um, that, um, let's go to the scripture um, that that shows us um, what Saul actually did. First Samuel 28, 3 through 25, Saul consults a medium. Now Samuel had died, and all Israel had lamented for him and buried him in Ramah, in his own city. And Saul had put the mediums and the spirits out of the land. Okay, so um, he had put these things out of the land and this must be something that God had 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 told him to do. This was instructed by God. God must have instructed him. I want the mediums and the spirit spirits to the people that practice witchcraft and practice other means of 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 um of strange fire. God had ordered Saul to put them out of that land, out of that city. Then the Philistines gathered together and came and encamped at Shunem. So Saul gathered all Israel together and they encamped at Gilbo. When Saul saw the army of the Philistines, he was afraid and his heart trembled greatly. And when Saul inquired of the Lord, the Lord did not answer him. And he was upset because God did not answer him when he went to him um, questioning him either by dream or by Urim or by the prophets, okay? Then Saul said to his servants, 
find me a woman who is a medium that I may go to her and inquire of her. So right here in this verse, we see in 1 Samuel 28, verse 7, what Saul has done at this place and what some of us, many of us have done and we didn't know was we broke covenant with our creator, the person that has created us, the person that 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 is our source that that knows everything about us our manufacturer um that that knows our best he said in 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 his psalms he said i know you're you're rising up and you're going down he, he knows what what we need and when we need it even though sometimes we feel like he's not hearing us or he's not answering us you know, you don't want to break covenant. You want to, you don't want to move into that area because a lot of times that's what the enemy wants us to do. Because if we break covenant, we break our insurance policy with God. Um, because for, to me, that's what it, it, it looks like. It's an insurance policy, you know, um, but it's greater than that. It's a covenant. It's a, it's, it's a, it's a um, knitting together, if you will, of your relationship with God and uh, you don't want the enemy to come between. I don't think the words of God says nothing can keep his love from you. I know he's a forgiving God. Nothing he will forgive you. But you don't want to break covenant. And you don't want to come into covenant with the kingdom of darkness. So that's what he did right here. And let's move on. He said, and his servant said to him, in fact, there is a woman who is a medium at Endor. So Saul disguised himself and put on other clothes. And he went. And two men with him, and they came to the woman by night. And he said, please conduct a seance for me and bring up for me the one I shall name to you. Then the woman said to him, look, you know what Saul has done. Okay. Now he has cut off the mediums and the spirits from the land. When thou, when... Why then do you lay a snare for my life to cause me that? So he was asking this woman to, to, to grab him, to get him a medium, even though God had told him to cut this off from the land, cut this off from this area. And so Saul swore by her, by the Lord, saying, as the Lord lives, no punishment shall come upon you for this thing. And that's a, I, this scripture here is really powerful. And it's amazing because it says, and Saul swore to her by saying, as the Lord lives, no punishment shall come upon you. Usually, a lot of times we find ourselves breaking covenant with God in those times where we get desperate. This is a time where you're seeing desperation on Saul. And it's good because we all can relate. You're desperate. You want to know something. You 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 need an answer. It's been a hundred years. You haven't heard from God. I'm exaggerating, but it feels like that. You 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 can't feel His presence. You he, you feel far away from Him. But it's just the enemy tool to grab you and pull you in. Um, and so then the woman said, "Whom shall I bring up for you?" He said, bring up Samuel for me. When the woman saw Samuel, she cried out with a loud voice. And the woman spoke to Saul saying, why have you deceived me? See, the demonic spirit spoke to her and let her know. It's, I mean, the deception was there. Why have you deceived me? For you are Saul. 
And the king said to her, do not be afraid. What did you see? And the woman said to Saul, I saw a spirit ascending out of the earth. So he said to her, what, what is his form? And he said, an old man is coming up. And he is covered with a mantle. And Saul perceived it was Samuel. And he stooped with his face to the ground and bowed down. Now Samuel said unto Saul, why have you disturbed me by bringing me up, bringing him up from death, bringing him up in, in this, um, this could be taught on another day, another time. This really is not Samuel. It's a familiar spirit that this person is conjuring up. And so Saul answered, I am deeply distressed for the Philistines make war against me. See, he, he was in a distress. And this is such a good learning experience for all of us, for me. You know, we've all been there and we've broken our covenants with God in the midst of stress, in the midst of I, I, I'm, in a, I'm in a corner, I'm in a hard place. Um, God has departed from me, he says, and does not answer me anymore, neither by prophets nor by dreams. Therefore, I have called you that you may reveal to me what I should do. Then Samuel says, so why do you ask me, seeing the Lord has departed from you and has become your enemy? Wow. And the Lord has done uh, and the Lord has done for himself as he spoke by me. For the Lord has torn the kingdom out of thine hand. And giving it to your neighbor, David, because you did not obey the voice of the Lord, nor execute his fierce wrath upon Amulek. So there was something that God had wanted Saul to do. Therefore, the Lord has done this thing to you on this day. Moreover, the Lord will also deliver Israel with you into the hand of the Philistines. And, it, you know, it's it's just really a um, um, heartbreaking um, thing. Um, to see and to read, um, and really for all of us, I know for myself, when I have gone on the wrong path or fallen or, or just not even know coming to covenant with something that's not with God, it, it, it does end not good. It, it's not a good, it doesn't produce good things because, um, it's not God. You know, he knows what's best. Now, I could ask the question or offer up the question, what could Samuel have done? I mean, what could Saul have done? Saul could have went to God and repented again and continued to lay before the Lord and, and just, just see God, no matter what. The covenant with God is so precious. And... um. I always revert back to these scriptures um, and I just, I love it. And it's a scripture in Hebrews um, and it speaks of those people in Hebrews of faith um, that died. Uh, they died in faith. Uh, they had promises that they had put up before God. Uh, meaning that they had prayers and they had wishes and dreams like everybody do. You know, they had prayed and um, they were hopeful and they were believing God. And it says in uh, Hebrews eleven thirteen, 13, um, this is something for us to stand on when um, the covenant that God has made with us seems as though he's far away from it or does he hear? Does he know? Does he see? There's many scriptures, but this is one. It says all of these people died 
All of these people died still believing what God had promised them. They did not receive what was promised, but they saw it from a distance and welcomed it. They agreed that they were foreigners and nomads here on earth. And to me, not saying that this will happen or befall any of us, but if it was to happen, the beautiful thing is that what I take from this is they died and they saw their dreams and promises from a distance. To me, sometimes that means you see someone else in the dream. You see somebody else with the promise. So you know God can do it. You know he's a faithful God. It may have not happened for you, but you know that he can do it. Even if it takes you to that point, you still believe in God because he is the covenant. He, he has created you. Your very creation is a covenant with God. Who you are is, 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 his very existence. He has came into covenant with you. He has made a promise to you. And so you don't want to forfeit your covenant with God. Nothing is worth um, forfeiting that covenant and that, that, that thing with God to come into agreement. Um, I'm going to hopefully that um, I'll be back sooner than I was this time because I'm going to go deeper into ungodly covenants um, because we make them um, not knowingly. Um, for instance, the, the one that um, Saul made, I, I am positive that he didn't know that by making that covenant, breaking that a covenant he had with God and going to that soothsayer that what it caused was it caused uh, such a damage that it not only visited him, but it visited his child because that's how the enemy works. He doesn't play fair. Um, he, he, he does, he does not. And that's why God asks us to stay in covenant with, with him. Like he says in the word of God, choose ye this day blessings and not curses. Um, and the enemy is constantly looking to get us to change our insurance plan. I mean, like all the time, he's trying to get us to change insurances in any way he can. And so stay with your insurance coverage. Uh, it's good. Okay. It, it's good. It's eternal. Okay. And so um, I look forward to seeing you all next time. I hope that this word uh, hits. And I hope that it makes sense. Um, I hope that it uh, blesses you. It keeps you. And uh, God bless you all. And I look forward to speaking to you guys again. And next time we'll be speaking on Ungodly Covenants. Thank you again for listening to Walking by Faith with Lottie.